0: Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. Corey Palm, Tanner, it. Head Coach Tony Ursland, and uh, Volunteer Assistant Coach Leroy Vega joining us this week. Uh, guys, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, there's been some action on the mat, some great stuff, great stuff for the program, great stuff for for one uh, Boilermaker in particular. We'll get to that uh, briefly, and he's got a big weekend coming up. We're going to preview that as well. But first, you know, the, uh, the, the whole – student athlete portion of what we do really came into focus this past uh, week or two it was graduation time here on campus coach it's got to always feel good when you see some of your guys you know attain that ultimate goal and uh, and hold that diploma
1: yeah no doubt i mean as hard as we work right in, in the wrestling room day in and day out and year round and it's important to us right uh we always talk about Priority 1A when you come to Purdue as your degree. Now, certainly because Big Ten Wrestling and what it takes to be successful in the Big Ten is at such a high level, Priority 1B is our wrestling. But still, that degree is going to serve you for the rest of your life. And, uh, and these guys are lucky that they're at a very prestigious uh, university where that degree is going to pay them back for the rest of their life. And, and so always excited to watch these guys uh, graduate and leave with their degrees and go
2: on to, to, to bigger things uh, as well. Um, just a few, just to kind of touch on the list of some of the guys, Devin Schroeder got his master's degree. Um, Max Lyon earned his bachelor's degree. Um, Alec White, Nate Cummings, um, Ethan Smiley. Is that everybody? Yeah. I so. yeah. We've
1: got to, well, and even Devin, did Devin complete? Like, I, you know, here we are on, on the podcast. I think he
2: actually may have to finish
1: the summer. Yeah. He's got a little coursework yet. Now we know he's going to take care of business, but Devin will be done as well. Um, But yeah, that's, you know, there's, there's a bunch of smart guys who have, who have really uh, helped our program over the last several years. And um, you know, the thing you always hope right with these guys, because you've got some guys, you know, that have started and been regulars in our lineup. Right. And they've contributed at a really high level, just from (coughs) a ability standpoint but you want all of these young men to know the impact that they had on the program. You know, like there's, there's a lot of really good milestones uh, out there that this team has achieved in terms of national rankings and, and some really important victories and what they've done and, and everybody, you know, even these guys that necessarily weren't the starters uh, all of their time here at Purdue had a, had a, had an important part
2: of that. And you just want those guys to understand that as they move on. Um. Congrats again to all those guys. Pretty awesome. Lots of cool pictures of guys. Um did you guys Tony, you you saw the picture of Max in his cap and gown on the Airdyne bike in the room? Yep. That was, that was yep. pretty awesome. I'll see if I can get a hold of I'll see if I can get a hold of that for, he, te- for he
1: texted me when he was doing that and he goes, he goes, ah, this was a lot easier than the last time I did this when there was a guy standing next to me yelling at me. So <laughs> Obviously I took that kind of personal, but uh, but no, it's, you know, you live with these guys, right? Like, you know, then their time here you live with them and that's what you love about it. You you love those connections and those bonds and uh, you know, just to expand a little bit too, like Max is going to be here, right? He's he's going get, to uh, get married this summer, but we're going to be lucky enough to have him in the community. And I know he'll be around the program and we look forward to that. Um, Smiley's going on to nursing. You know, he's, he's, he's uh, moving on to a, a tremendous program. Um, yeah. and, and then you've got both Cummings and White, who I believe are moving to Chicago together. And I'm waiting to see how that works out. But, but, but. It's terrifying. So, you know, they're all moving on to, to, to great things and we wish them the best and just want them to know we appreciated everything they gave us while they're
2: here. Absolutely. Um, we've had a lot going on from a wrestling perspective, and uh, that's one of the reasons we, we've got Vega joining us today on the show. A um, few weeks back, we went out to uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, South Point Hotel and Casino for the, uh, the U.S. Open and U-20 uh, Challenge Tournament Trials. and uh, Vega, I'd say we had a pretty
3: good showing. Yeah, it was actually uh, it was real nice uh, having having a guy win it. So it's always fun. It's fun when you when you win.
2: Matt Ramos was uh, the 57 kilo senior world team or senior U.S. Open champion. Um, you know, produced first in in a long time. I, I I think the last one might have been somebody in the neighborhood of Joe Joe Corso in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that's right. I believe that's right. Um, we we've we've got to keep digging on the history books to make sure we we find that one, but um, you know, an awesome accomplishment for Matt and um, you know. You know, when we brought him here, that was one of the things that was you know those those were the type of goals that he had was to go win tournaments like the Open, and um, I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn here. I don't know if any of us saw it.
3: Coming and happening this quickly. Yeah, I'll disagree with you on that. Okay, oh, yeah, it's fine. Yo. thank you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I can see Ramos has that um, demeanor and he has that fire in him that he's a winner and he knows he's going to win and he's going to do everything it takes to win. And when he looks you in the eye and says, "This is what I want to do," you believe him and you're like, "Okay, well, what what can I do to help you get there?" And what can I do? And you know, Ramos Tanner, we talked about this on the way home yesterday as. Ramos is the guy that's awesome that makes you love to come, to come to practice. And, you know, he's the guy who wins the U S open and steps off and gives you a hug and says, thank you coach for everything you do. And it's just like, like you know, it catches you off guard and you're like, no, thank you. <laughs> you know, you make me look good. Thanks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. No, I, uh, I laughed a lot because, um, you know, we uh, we we talked about this a little bit before, but Matt Ramos had an interview at the NCAA Championships where, um, you know, the guy caught him right after his match and he was a little disheveled. And um, I think what did he what did he say, Vega? He said something he about like,
3: well, the guy asked him. The guy said, "What do you uh, what have you done adjusting to wrestling in the Big Ten every weekend and having a, a tough schedule?" And he goes, "He didn't know what to say." And he goes, "I drink a lot of water." <laughs> And the guy was
1: like,
2: "Okay, sure, good. Drink a lot of water." Moving on, moving on. So, so in the wake of that, you know, he wins. He wins the U.S. Open, and he, you know, he comes over to the side, and he's got Gary Abbott and Earl Smith and Kyle Klingman. He's got these guys. You know, got all the cameras out, and he's surrounded at the little media stand. And I'm sitting there in my head. I'm like is he going to talk about drinking water again? Like, <laughs> where, where's this going to go? I'm not, I'm just not sure. And, uh, he killed the interview. Yeah. yeah. He was fantastic. He was in there talking, you know, thanked his coaches, thanked his teammates, talked a lot about Purdue. Like, I mean, he, he looked like a pro in that interview and, um, you know, it, it kind of feeds into what you said, Leroy, about him coming off the mat and and saying, thank you. Like <clears throat> Utah, he is just, you talk about somebody who's just excited to be here, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like he's just excited to get to compete and get to wrestle and, and do the whole thing. And, and uh, I don't know if we could say enough, Tony, about like what that means to, and does for our program.
1: No, I, I would agree. Um, you know, you, you, appreciate his perspective, right? Like he's very good. He has a pedigree, right? He's won a world championship <clears throat> at early age, but he is still uh, very coachable uh, loves the sport, right? Like he just has a passion for the sport. Like I love his approach to the sport. You know, he's always trying to learn and tinker and play with the sport. And he's excited about getting better, even though he's accomplished some things at an early age in his career. And, and so I just think we just really appreciate kind of the energy that he brings and, and the the thankful and gratefulness that, that he feels because, you know, he is excited about the sport and still has big enough, uh, picture to understand like, Hey, uh, I've gotten here with the help of, of other people, you know what I mean? And he's thankful for that. So I, I, yeah, I, I love what he's brought to the team and the energy too, because he's just a guy who kind of walks in and, and boom, you know, you give him a, a fist pound it's boom, boom, let's go. And, you know, some guys are thinking about what are we going to do today? Oh, I'm a little sore, right? There's a lot of distractions for kids and he's he's always excited to be there and get better. Even when he has those tough days, like he had some tough days last week, you know, we pushed him hard you know, and, and it's the work that's necessary, but he's still thankful for the hard work and knows he's going to be ready.
2: He, um, you know, he, <clears throat> his road. So we went four and in Vegas. Um, first two matches were both 10 O tech falls and, uh, you know, he got off to a really nice start and got moving pretty quickly. Uh, Leroy, like what, what did it mean to his tournament to kind of get going on those first couple
3: matches? Well, I think it was it was real nice for for him to have that confidence of, you know, when, when you compete at a young age and you know that you're competitive. And then when you're on the big stage of the U.S. Open, you have that little doubt in your head. And I know he did for a second. You know, is this where am I really here? You know, can I really win this thing? And when you get on a roll and start winning, you're like, oh, then that confidence. And you can see it. His chest pops up and he becomes the man. And then he just has all that confidence in the world. And I think it's huge for him to get off on a good start. Um, he has a good warm up, He has a good drill. He's ready to go. His weight's under control. All that factors in. And I think he does a great job of making sure that that's all taken care of so he can just do business on the mat.
2: Uh, semi were... Um nothing short of a circus i think tony and i, I kind of i'm kind of interested to hear both your guys weigh in on this um crazy match uh, uh, jacob camacho from north carolina state and the wolfpack wrestling club uh really good match ramo was up uh up three two after getting a a head pinch or a chest wrap, which one was it? I got I, a I'm head still, pinch
3: with about thirty seconds left.
2: I'm still learning freestyle, Corey. I'm, I'm still trying to figure this all out. It's it's uh, always changing too. Um, and uh, we're tied three three, but we were up on criteria, and then all of a sudden a fourth point appeared on the board, and we were real confused. So first they said Camacho won, then they said Matt won, then they said Camacho <laughs> won, and then finally Matt won. And so <laughs> I know I was completely befuddled and you guys were lobbying with the officials and protesting and throwing bricks and, <laughs> and doing that whole thing. Um, I guess, Tony, you first, like, no. what's going on?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, so I'll set the stage. Troy can, uh, can talk about, cause he threw the brick and was certainly dealing with the officials from the corner, but, you know, at the end, right, there was a lot of pressure from Camacho. We, in fact, did step out and gave up the push out, but had the win at that point, we think on criteria, right, three, three with the chest wrap. But these new rules that Corey alluded to how the sport changes this year, you know, there's a, a caution in one rule that states if they feel like you are fleeing, they'll hold that in fact, they can offer a caution in one and unbeknownst to us, they offered a caution in one as well as the step out. So we saw the point go on the board for the step out and that's what we assumed. Okay. I didn't see the caution in one uh, confirmed, I guess it was. And so that fourth point came up later, which was kind of, I guess, where I, I leave it in Leroy's hands to kind of talk about <laughs> where they, they kind of uh, spoke to the officials about, hey, we didn't see the point, we should have an opportunity to to video review and those things, But but that was the scene at the end. And what led to the confusion? Because we we saw the step out, but we didn't see the caution one offered and confirmed in in my mind.
3: Uh, Leroy, your thoughts? Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm playing back in my head right now. It's so funny as a coach because you people don't realize unless you coach in a situation like that how crazy it is. And first off, it's crazy because you're trying to keep a smile and you have your wrestler come over and looking at you. And he doesn't want to see the look of, oh, crap. He wants to see the look of confidence. So as much as I'm trying to, like, stay calm, stay confident for him, telling him the situation of what's going on, it's funny because I'll tell you situation. Matt comes off the mat. He comes to the side. And I could tell he's a little worried. And I'm kind of just giving him, hey, if the score is going to be tied, we need to be ready to wrestle for 17 more seconds. Mm-hmm. Let's get this going. We're going to be okay. Trying to calm him down. And he looks over at me and he goes, Coach, um, you're pretty red. I don't need you to have a heart attack right now. <laughs> so i'm dying laughing and we kind of smooth things up there where we're both kind of calm but so the situation happens and they they throw the brick and where i was concerned with and one of the reasons why we threw the brick was because of the score was three to three they start the clock and you can see when they start the clock about eight seconds go by then they change the score which was unfair to my guy because now we think we're winning Yep. But now we're losing. So with seven seconds left, I'm screaming, we're losing, we're losing. You got to go. So that was when I threw the brick and I did explain that, that we had the, that we didn't have the opportunity. So then they gave us the win. Well, then that guy threw the brick, his team threw the brick, and they said he won because we had the caution and won. So then I re-threw the brick because we had the brick still because we won our brick throw. So I re-threw the brick and I challenged the caution and won. Um, and you, you can see in the video, he does turn in. And I, I, I said, I, I do agree that we did go out of bounds to make it three to three, but we did try to come back in. There was no caution one. And that was what happened was that they agreed and didn't give him the caution of one. So it ended up being three to three, we win. So, <laughs>
2: Corey, you get all that?
3: Which yeah. was crazy. Clear as mud. Yes, yeah.
2: which was and crazy. Meanwhile, yes. Corey everybody's screaming You got all these people, Matt side that are freaking out from both sides, from neutral parties. You got people who are sponsors at the event that are like, you know, they've got a vested interest in one guy over the other. And like people are just losing their minds and saying various naughty things that can't be said on a podcast. Uh, (laughs) So it was for a less than educated fan that doesn't know freestyle rules and didn't even know what a caution and one was like, I was, my head was like going to explode. I didn't know what was going on.
1: Yeah. And, I, and, and where I land on this, obviously, listen, Leroy and I are biased, but I feel like that's absolutely the right call because um, as Leroy stated, Matt, yes, he got pushed out, but he was wrestling in, you know, you can see him moving into the mat. It wasn't like he backed out which definitely would have been a fleeing the hole, right? Like they're watching wrestling at the end and they're feeling like, okay, is he, is he just trying to get out of bounds? And if he was, I would agree that's a caution, but he was holding ground and wrestling in. And so if you confirm that caution in one, in my mind, you're saying essentially any push out can be a caution in one, any push out at this time, that's a scary deal. So, um, I, I, do believe it was the right call a hundred percent. And, um, you know, obviously we're, we're happy for Matt and he made
2: the most of it. He got to the finals and took care of business as well. Uh, we'll go on to the finals there. Uh, a very interesting circumstance. Um, Matt, uh, was forced to wrestle against his best friend, former high school teammate, high school teammate. Anthony Moulton, uh, both, you know, from Lockport, Illinois, um, Anthony uh is down at Campbell in the the Booys Creek Wrestling Club, is that what it's called, Tony? Yep. And so uh yeah, there was definitely some like apprehension from, from Matt and the fact that he had to go he had to go wrestle his best friend. And uh Vega, I know you guys had to kind of like talk about it and like yeah work through I, it to get to the
3: match. So I, I would probably say one of the things that makes Matt so great that I wish all of our wrestlers were like this is Matt does a great job of talking to his coaches on how he feels on what's bothering him. He's not afraid to tell you, I'm uncomfortable with this because of this. And he, it's not even like you're talking him off the ledge, you're just talking him through it and giving him a different advice. So this was a situation where he kind of came up to me and he was like, you know, I could see throughout the tournament they were excited for each other because Molten actually won a tough match. He was down by nine and ended up touch balling the guy and he comes off the mat and we're next and Ramos is pumped because his best friend just won wanted, yeah. he's giving him a high five. And then Ramos is like, wait, if I win, I got to wrestle you. <laughs> so he kind of looks over at me. He's like, this is so hard. I'm so happy for him, but I got to wrestle him. And so it was, um, it was a very tough situation. We are able to talk him through it. Like I said, Matt's great with, with that. And um, he realized that this is, you know, no matter he, he, he'd want it no other way. I, you know, if his friends in the finals, then he'd want to wrestle him and, and may the best man win. So and they battled before and they've they've gone back and forth. Um, the crazy part was when he won the US Open, I called him 30 minutes afterwards and I'm like, Hey, where are you at? He's like, Oh, Molten, the guy he just wrestled, he needed uh needed a room because he's got to fly out. So he's in the room, he's showering in our room right now. I'm like, wait, you're with the guy that you just wrestled, <laughs> which was crazy. Oh I was God. like, This is weird.
2: So love
0: it. That's so awesome.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's uh he's definitely not afraid to be vulnerable and he's not afraid like you said he, he's he's gonna tell you exactly where he's at and he's not uh and he's open to changing that yep he wants you to help him through it so he is uh he's a lot of fun that way so um pretty dominant performance in the finals won nine to three got up early uh you know gave up too late um and uh you know walked away with with the title and some, some prize money. And, and, uh, the, the final perk of winning the open is getting the number one seed at the senior world team trials challenge tournament this weekend in Iowa city. So, um, moving on to that, uh, you guys take off tomorrow, Leroy, uh, where Matt is, like I said, Matt is the number one seed at 57 kilos, in a field where, um, we think he's going to be pretty competitive.
3: Yeah. You know, Matt's Matt's ready. Um, he's ready mentally, physically, his weight's under control. He's, he's, uh, he's prepared. He's done all the right things. Like we talk about eating right, sleeping, right. He's done it all. And now it's just, um, put everything to work. And, you know, I talked to him this morning and he, uh, you know, he was just getting some rest and ready for practice at two o'clock. And, you know, he's, He's the whole deal, man. I, I love that guy. Just even talking to him in the morning or talking to him throughout the day. Um, his mindset is always in the right direction and the right place. And like I said, he does a great job. If he knows as a wrestler and an athlete, you know, sometimes your mind starts playing tricks on you and you, you have some negative thoughts. He does a great job of calling the right person to go, hey, get these thoughts out of my head. What's going on? Yeah, I am pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to win this. You know, so I, I love Matt to death and I think he's uh, he's he's going to be he's going to be great. So let's back up a step for a second. Cause you talked about him managing his
2: weight. And I think there is a really cool, um, story here a little bit. in the fact that, uh, we all know Matt wrestled 133 pounds this season, uh, for Purdue. And, um, you know, he's traditionally been a 25 pounder, uh, moved up, you know, Devin's senior year, so on and so forth. Um, has had zero problems coming back down to 57 kilo. In fact, he's, I mean, I would say he's almost done it too well. I know that uh, leading up to the open, I was in the room and witnessed an exchange where uh, you guys were, you know, we we were weighing guys like three or or four days out and you were concerned because he was too light already. And so I wanted, I kind of wanted to ask you, Leroy, about that exchange and like how that all went down.
3: Yeah, you know, as, as a coach, you never want your wrestler to be too low where, you know, he's he's just and we don't know. You know, Tony, and I talked about this the other day with about this situation is like, is he cutting water out now? And he's not um, as long as he's healthy and he's ready. He's eating properly. He's training around one twenty eight, one twenty nine. And after talking to Ramos, that's where he's comfortable. And, you know, after talking to Tony and one of the big things that we wanted to make sure he wasn't doing was cutting water out right now. You know, if you're cutting water out three days before and trying to train, there's a problem, you know, and he's not doing that. He's just eating all the right things. He's eating the right meals. He's sleeping right and he's doing everything right. So his weight comes off easily and he's comfortable walking in the practice about 28, 29 you know, and being able to stay around that range. And that's where he wants to be. And he does a great job of doing that. Tony, is it, is it
2: uncommon for a kid to, uh, you know, wrestle up for an entire year and then be able to make the weight as easy as Matt has done it? Or is that, I mean, I obviously I know everybody's different, but um, I found it pretty cool that you know, he, he spent the whole year kind of doing whatever he wanted to do. And then when it was time for him to like have a little discipline and, and come down to a, a weight that, you know, he has to work at like that, it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't hard for him. It wasn't a big deal.
1: Yeah. And I just think that speaks to his motivation, right? Like this is important to him. You know, this is, he he's, I mentioned his passion uh, about it, right? Like this is important for him. And no, he was never huge. It was routine for him to weigh out under 33 at practice and we're telling him to go eat a, go eat a sandwich, right? That was just, you know, a routine comment to him. Hey, go eat, you know, get as big as you can. Cause we knew he was light anyway, but, but, you know, we finished the season and, and obviously he was right there at the end at, at 33 and had a, had a good uh, NCAA tournament, but man, he come off and he had the next goal in mind. And he said about that right away, the lifestyle, the mindset, the training, like he just transitioned over again, cause it's important to him. And so, um, you know, I, I don't think it was a big deal or, or is a big deal, you know, just because hey, he's got the discipline, you know, he's got the focus that he needs. It could have been for a kid who went home on spring break or something and ate and drank everything he wanted, but that kid's not thinking like Matt is Matt's thinking about the next thing. And that's where you want the guys. You want them thinking about the next competition and what they got to do to get the results they want. And and that's where Matt went. So no, it wasn't surprising, just like Leroy said to you earlier, it wasn't surprising that he won the open. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, he's a young guy, and that's a that's a great accomplishment. But I think when we we were the brackets came out and the draws were there, we were all like, yeah, he can get this done. We're, you know, he's he's ready. So no, I, I just feel like we all have a lot of confidence in him, as we do a lot of our guys. You know, this he's we're talking a lot about Matt because he's competing on Saturday Sunday, but we've got a lot of guys who do the things right, and we expect them to 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 come out on top. And so that's just I think that's where
2: we all were with Matt. Sure. Um, 10 man field at 57 kilos this weekend. Um, Leroy, you, you know, have had some experience in, in these tournaments, um, in your, your competition career and, and making, uh, you know, us national teams and some junior world teams. Um, how much does that personal life experience help you when you're trying to get a kid like Matt ready for, uh, this stage?
3: You know, I think any experience um, helps is, as far as coaching or, you know, my personal stuff. It was so long ago. Um, things. Have, <laughs> yeah, changed, no, it, yeah, you're uh, old. Yeah, you're old. 20-some years ago, things have changed <laughs> even longer than 20 years ago. Jeez. Um, but I, I think any experience, all the experiences help. Um, but every kid's different, you know, and that's the the problem. I think one of the, my biggest – the biggest things about coaching that every coach has to learn is how to adapt to every wrestler. Cause everyone's different, you know, Matt's a different wrestler than our 33 and 41 pounders. So you have to talk to him different. You have to, you know, you have to, everything you do is different. So with Matt, he makes it easy because he's so fun and the guy walks in the room and he's got a smile on your face. And I love that. Cause that's how I am. And you're just, you know, he puts a smile on your face. So it's easy to coach him because he's, he's able, he's easy to talk to. And, you know, I was just telling AJ shop this the other day, like, you know, when some guys ask you questions in the wrestling room, he's the guy that asks a question. You could tell he is like 100% has thought about this question. And he is really like, he wants to know for a reason. And his reason is because he wants to win and he wants to do everything it takes to get there. So I I think Ramos, he's ready for this weekend. I think he has all the right tools and I think he's going to do it. I love your confidence.
2: It makes me excited to watch him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat>
3: I thought uh, another
2: fun story about Matt. He did an interview uh, here recently and uh, the guy asked him about uh, people that he modeled his wrestling style after like, you know, people that he aspired <laughs> to kind of be like, and um, I don't, I don't think the guy was ready for his answer. I don't think he had enough wrestling knowledge to be prepared to like handle where he went with it because he didn't talk about any college NCAA wrestlers. He didn't even talk about a United U S wrestler. He went to Frank Chimizo out of, out of Italy, who has been a, you know, multi-time world medalist. And I don't know if, I don't know if he's won, I'm sure he's won a world title at some point. Yes. Um. And so his uh, you know, he, he talked about international wrestling and how he likes to watch you know, different international wrestlers and, and so on and so forth. And, uh, it was, it was very, I laugh, you know, I'm sitting there laughing because the guy's like, who's he talking about? I, I, you could tell he was, you could tell he was immediately out of his depth, right? Like he was a, a kind of, Cuban who now wrestles for Italy. Who, what, what, How? who trains, who trains part-time out of the United States. Like, yes <laughs> So the guy was like, he was, he was definitely puzzled, but, um, You know, it was it was definitely fun to, you know, I think it just gives you more insight into Matt and his uh, his focus to the sport and how he how he consumes it, coach. And like what, like. You don't see a lot of kids like that, I guess, is what is is kind of where I'm going with this. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't
1: disagree. Sorry. Um, no. if you were asking me you said coach and you got two two coaches here so yeah but i would never call him coach i don't like i don't revere him
3: that much let's, let's I, be can't, honest uh, him. I can't say what he calls me on on, on tv or so it's
0: easy to talk back uh, to you when he's an hour and a half away right yeah,
3: yeah. um no
1: I, I i alluded to this before but I, I i think his approach to the sport is a fun one right like he he, he wants to think in depth about the sport and, and wrestle through and he's not afraid to try stuff, right? There's, there's a lot of times, you know, he's hitting stuff in practice and it doesn't work out well. Um, and some guys you get a little worried with them because they may get discouraged. Like, Oh, this isn't working. And they kind of, they kind of take it to a, a, a darker place and you can just see him playing with it. He'll go back to it and he'll have tweaked it and he'll have thought about it. And, and he's in a better place with the technique or what he's trying to do, you know, in that situation. So, I just appreciate his approach. And as Leroy said, he's, he's got a good energy about him, which uh, you know, Hey, we're excited to be in the room and that, and that's a a great place to be. So I think that's the part maybe that I enjoy the most about him. Yeah. he's very talented he's a good athlete and he's, he, he can do a lot of things, but I think a lot of us as coaches just
3: like his approach to the sport. No, I, uh, one thing I got to say about Ramos here is, you know, on his recruiting trip, when he was getting recruited, you know, we knew that we wanted him to go 133. And when he was, when it was brought up to him, one of the things he said to me was coach, I just want to wrestle. And I I think, you know, you hear Tony, Tony just talked about it right now about um, being in the moment and enjoying being in the room. And, you know, Tony says it all the time to our guys about just enjoy being here and enjoy that you love being here, that you have the opportunity to wrestle today. And I think Matt is the poster child for when Tony says that, because it doesn't matter what that's going to happen on that day or what happened on that day. He, he literally leaves everything at the door and walks in the room with a big smile on his face and says, I'm here to wrestle and I'm excited about today. And you know, and that's it. And I I love it. So. Your references
2: recruiting visit. Another funny one, Corey, you'll appreciate this. I think uh, he, um, we were talking about the different things and the different, you know, I, I forget exactly whether we were, I don't know if we were talking about the new academic center or the new restaurant in the basement of the union, well, we were talking about Drew Brees mm-hmm. and uh, Ramos didn't know who Drew Brees was.
0: He, <laughs> yeah, was, he, world. Was,
2: he, he is not, uh, he loves wrestling yep. and he loves international wrestling and whatnot. And like, you know, on a Sunday afternoon in the fall, he's not watching the NFL, he's <laughs> thinking watching about camiso, watching Camiso, apparently, yeah. right? Yeah,
0: Camiso Burroughs.
2: So it was, it was funny to uh, it was funny because his dad looked at him, he's like. You come on, you know,
0: you know. <laughs> <In laughs> me to the family.
2: <laughs> he was like, dad, no, I don't, I don't know. That's okay. So, um, well, world team trials this weekend, uh, extreme arena, Coralville, Iowa, you know, right next to Iowa city, um, should be pretty incredible. Uh, we'll be on flow wrestling. Um, if people want to watch online and obviously that's we'll
1: 10 a.m. Central, right? Tanner's at 10 a.m. Central. 10
2: a.m. Central Sorry. is when the first session is when the first session begins. So, um, like I said, 10 man bracket due to the one seed. Ramos will have a first round bye, Um, and should face the winner of the eight, nine match. If I'm not mistaken, I know the brackets aren't, haven't been published yet, but that's where uh, I think there's, what is there still like? today the deadline for people to register is tomorrow tomorrow, tomorrow.
3: tomorrow. tomorrow.
2: so there is an outside chance that somebody else could jump in the bracket and shuffle some things up but um uh as of now that's uh that's where we're at um cory you got anything else for us today you
0: know i do I, I i love that this is it's been kind of the matt ramos show and and very deservedly so uh impressive young man i i love some of the stuff that i hear leroy talking about him with uh you know his attitude and and how just focused he is. That's fantastic. I, I, don't want to get too far away from uh, from the U S open without talking about the other guys that competed as well. Um, you know, Dustin Norris went two and two in the senior division. We had a bunch of uh, uh, youngsters that we haven't really had a chance to see yet uh, too much. And, and, and everybody it seemed like had a, had a pretty decent showing uh, at this event out in Vegas. Uh Uh, Tony just if you could talk about you know the other results from the weekend I know Hayden Copas who we're really looking forward to um, at at heavy going forward he placed fifth had a really nice tournament Um, everybody who competed with uh, Boilermaker RTC singlet notched a couple wins how important is that
1: yeah I think uh, anytime you get a chance to compete out of season you learn something right good and bad happens and that's all things you can take and, and be better with and We had, we had, you know, a lot of both probably, you know, in my mind, you know, you speak of Copas uh, being fifth. Um, He's going to be going June four five in the U 20 world team trials, just like Ramos, you know, going this weekend for the open. Um, Copas is is getting ready for the U 20 uh, world team trials. Um, Had some very good wins. Um, Beat a a young man for fifth chase horn. Who's, who's going to NC state formidable opponent and did a great job of controlling that match. And I thought just watching him from start to finish, um, he cleared up some mistakes and made some adjustments that I'm hoping will be very impactful in terms of mentally, how he approaches his wrestling. Cause uh, those of you who have not seen Copas yet, he's a, he's a large young man, right? You know, <laughs> and, uh, he can really be physically opposed, you know, imposing. And so we want him to impose himself. And there was matches when he, he wasn't imposing himself on his opponents. And then he, there was some where he did a great job of that. So we're excited for him. And I, and I'm, I'm hopeful that he's really learned kind of how to, you know, be aggressive
2: within his matches and what those positions are. This um, you know, is a first for me, Tony. I've never worked in, in, in 16 years around wrestling. I have never worked with a heavyweight who has to cut weight. Yeah. It's he's first first for man. Me. I
1: think he started around 310 and, and had to compete at 275 for freestyle. So uh, he had, he had to have some discipline there and did a good job getting it down and, and being ready to compete. Um, I think the other young guys that you look at, we, we had, I was happy with them, especially that first day up through the quarterfinals. Like we had a bunch of those guys in the quarter, Stoney Buell. Four guys. Yeah. Stoney Buell, Ben Venadia, Hayden Filipovich, Kopis. you know, like all of those guys really wrestled well and had some very nice wins. You know, you look at Stony Buell had a tech fall over Riggins, who's going to be going to Iowa from Waverly Shell Rock. So <clears throat> good things. And then we had a tough quarterfinal round that hurt us. And, and, and so, you know, that's a place we're going to have to be better. We <laughs> were great wins, but consistency um, played a part. We just had a tough round and it, and it definitely hurt us in the tournament. So again, proud of a lot of things those guys did. Um, they showed um, that they're, they're tough, they're talented and, and they're capable but little mistakes that cost us big in matches. And those are all things that we can take back and work on this summer and that I'm excited about with this young group. And then you did mention, Corey, too, uh, even uh, Dustin Norris, because of age, right, was up competing in the open as well, even as a freshman, uh, went two and two and and showed some some, some good things. So excited about the young kids and I'm glad you brought it up. Um, But yeah, hey, we've got to go back and really be focused this next month
2: uh, about clearing up some of the situations that cost us. Yep. And he says next month, because a lot of those guys will have the chance to compete again. Uh, Geneva, Ohio, June 4th, 5th at uh, Copus will be in the U-20 World Team Trials. And uh, the rest of the team, well, I think we're, we're looking at like around 14 or 15 guys competing in the U-23 World Team Trials. So um, we'll dive into that more as we get closer to that date. Um, on another show, but uh, should be a, a cool event.
0: Absolutely, definitely good. Good to go. Uh, have coffee with Kenny Monday.
1: Yes, yeah. Every yeah. Kenny on the show. That was great. So we, I am looking forward to getting out and seeing the facilities that that we spoke about. For sure.
0: Well, guys, uh, good luck this weekend uh, out in Iowa City. Can't wait to can't wait to watch Matt compete and. Uh, go win it but you know what let's screw around and win this thing how about that there you go all right uh Leroy thanks for joining us appreciate well, uh, you appreciate me. your time uh Tony guys travel safely and uh, we'll catch you down the road on the old aggressive podcast boiler up